1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Doesn't feel like Wednesday, but Wednesdays in our 9 o'clock hour, Marty's wife, Christine, is here, anchorwoman, KDK-TV.
0: Good morning. Happy New Year. Yeah, good
2: to see you. And Thank you. And your beautiful Christmas gift. Uh, yes suggesting some people that my lamp, that I got my wife, the snowman lamp, isn't enough. Wow. Can't compete with that. I, no. i, I got to be honest. No. No, I can't.
0: It's impossible.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ron Layton, who is former Secret Service agent for presidents, a expert in security, is on our Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline, and a central grad, of course. Ron, good morning. Christine, Marty, and Larry, happy New Year and good morning to you all.
3: My brother, um, I sent you a note because I think it's scaring the hell out of people, AI. That's all we hear about. That's right. Should it scare us, sir?
4: Yeah, it's, it's likely. It's just like any other technology. It's, it's not necessarily the technology. Of course, it's what people do with it. And so, um, you know, my background uh, when I joined law enforcement, you, you know, I, I really am a quintessential uh, geek, uh, nerd, yep. and scientist so uh let's talk about what ai really is because it's confusing as hell to most people but ai is actually not anything new it's been around since 1956 started in dartmouth there are three things that you and i and most of the listeners would recognize as ai so you've got thing number one which is speech that's the ability to get on your iPhone and say, hey, Siri, where's the closest gas station kind of thing? Um, and and maybe, maybe, I'm not so sure, but maybe, Larry, you said, hey, where can I get the best snow globe or lamp or something like that? And Siri would tell you,
2: right? <laughs> yes, spare no expense. But that's yes. right. The next thing is images.
4: So that's what allows the self-driving cars to recognize other cars, other obstacles, regulate speed, that kind of stuff. Now, the next thing is pattern recognition. So, you got speech images and patterns. So, this is where you see some of the uh, technological advances that are going to be outstanding, particularly in fields like healthcare. Take a look at that uh, x ray. Is that really, really something I should be concerned about or not? And so, he, he, here's the thing, and Marty, it's going to get to the central uh, core of your question is do we need to be worried about this? AI is better when you have more data. And so, for me, it's the acceleration of what we're getting to feed the AI. So, in 1945, it took 25 years to double the world's data. You know how long it takes today to double the world's data? 12 hours. Wow! Whoa! Wow. Oh my God! So, so, so give me an example
3: right. of how this could be dangerous and used.
4: Yeah. So, for example, uh, let me give you a, a most uh, recent example uh, on a news sh- uh, segment uh, earlier. There is a video of a local a congressperson who is, quote-unquote, caught on video, making remarks that are unkind. When you listen to that or when you see it, you go, man, uh, that's not going to work out well for him, and maybe he resigns or whatever. But never in your decision cycle do you say, none of that's true. It's all artificially generated. It's just Whoa. not true. Whoa. Wow! So the point is, think about the implication of what I just say, Whoa. said and overlay it on the hostage crisis in Israel. Mm. Think about what, you, what what's a group like Hamas could do with something like that. So the broader point is that is it is going to be more difficult to determine what's real and what's not. Right now, for the most part, you. So Marty, you play football at Central like I did. Do you remember a coach said the eye in the sky don't lie? The
0: eye in the sky yeah, of don't course. lie. Of course,
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're, you trust your eyes. You trust what that film says. We are very, very mm. quickly getting to the point where you're just not going to be sure if what you see is what actually happened. Wow. True and true so, story.
2: Wow. And, and, Ron, I'm sure you've heard wow. this. Very easy now to uh, copy a voice pattern. Nice. Christine, you, nice. and me, Marty, sure. could speak for a short period of time, and AI could make it sound like we're talking. Now, they did this, they scammed a woman out of her life savings because she thought it was her grandson that was calling in mm-hmm. deep trouble, and it just led her down a road that she couldn't have imagined when, in fact, that voice was taken from her grandson, and he was not in trouble. You've heard these kind of things, right, Ron?
4: Yeah, I have, but let's, let's get into something that's even more, you know, scarier. Right now, what we're talking about, this is kids' play. So here's what all of the scientists and here's what IBM tells us. Over the course of the next 24 months, this will actually be the slowest period of acceleration. Wow. So in five years or 10 years, we have no idea what the technology is going to do. Now, here's the thing that you're not reading about. And here's what I I think is is the really. But Hold on. You could simulate
3: a nuclear bomb falling onto a city.
4: That's right. That's right. So, you know, we're talking about AI, but the, the, the merger of AI wow. and quantum computing, that is the real, you know, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the cherry on top. That's What's what
0: quantum computing? Talk-
4: yeah, so quantum computing is the next evolution of supercomputers. Uh-huh. So right now, just to break this down so everybody understands, right now, if I take the biggest, most powerful supercomputer in the world, it's, it's a frontier computer, and I give it a problem. That takes it 10,000 years. It's the 10000 a year problem. If I give it that uh, uh, equation, it takes 10,000 years to do it. A quantum computer will solve that same problem in about 55 seconds. Wow. wow. And so as you merge these two wow. quantities together, AI and quantum mechanical computing, we have no idea what is going to be the outcome of this because uh, there are always people who will have Uh, you know, evil or inimical intentions with respect to how you use this technology. Or or
3: someone could send a video to your house showing an image of someone holding your wife hostage with a a knife to her neck,
4: right? Not only could they do that, if your house is on a grid or on a smart network, I could hack into your house, close you. I mean, I think I could control everything that the Internet... Touches in your house, which very soon wow. is going to be damn near everything. Right.
0: Wow. Well, what
2: do we do? With yeah. this, uh, you know startling revelation of artificial intelligence
4: Well, first of all it has it, you know in a weird way it snuck up on us We've not been really paying attention. You've seen the cars riding around with the jippy pop hats and all of that kind of stuff um, but but the thing is I think that we take advantage of of all, I mean this is going to be the best form of things like healthcare, financial services, especially healthcare outcomes. Um, the the one thing that I have to tell you all that I'm really really worried about, and this is a societal p- perspective. Technology just think about it. It has made us intellectually and physically lazy.
0: Right. I yeah. mean, I think about it with our kids and it's so easy to use things like chat GPT to write a paper. I mean, it's it's crazy how these kids are now growing up with this option.
4: We we are we are no longer learning how to think. And so it's it's almost like it's a cut and paste world. So one of the things that I texted you, Marty, y- yesterday, this is the ultimate double edged sword. And so there's much to be. Uh, There's much to worry about, but there are so many things to look forward to that are positive in terms of positive societal outcomes. Do
0: you think that these governments, you know, national, state, others need to start putting in more regulations or or is it kind of too late for that?
4: It's not too late. But if you look at what we've done, even in the last 30 or 40 years, look at encryption. Technology always outpaces Mm -hmm. the ability of everybody else. Technology outpaces the legislature, outpaces the law enforcement officers, outpaces the military folks. So you're always kind of playing that catch-up game. So it's going to, it listen, this is an uphill struggle, and this is really just the beginning
2: of it. Ron, wow, I don't know whether to thank you or just uh, appreciate you coming on. A- <laughs> it's illuminating, brother. It's so illuminating, you, man. You, you
4: yes. feet, so how about that?
2: It's sobering. It's amazing, it man. Ron, appreciate you. Thank you. Happy New Year to you all. Take care and be well. You too. Thanks, Ron. Hopefully we're here next week. <laughs> Ron Laden, Secret Service agent, and uh, obviously very thoughtful about this artificial wow. intelligence. Yeah,
0: I, I really didn't know a lot of that.
2: In a minute, Christine, I want to ask you about this chat GB, it, GPT, because yeah. this is the wave, and the kids are always on the edge of the technology to their advantage. Next. Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard, Marty Griffin, Christine. Man. Griffin. Christine Sorensen-Griffin, I have to mention that at least once while you're in the studio, Christine. (laughs) It's fine. So you mentioned the kids. Kids are always on the cutting edge of technology, and we just talked to Ron Layton about artificial intelligence, and you mentioned something Mm -hmm. that kids are already doing now, and that's utilizing it to write papers.
0: Well, and and Ron mentioned it in the context of he's worried about people not learning to think, you know, that we're going to let computers think for us, and I— that's what made me think about schools because that's kind of the point of school is you're learning to think, you're learning to analyze, you're learning to write. But if Chat GPT or any of these AI um, sites can do it for you, then you're right. Like, how are we going to teach our kids to think and to analyze and to write?
2: But this technology exists today for free, where they can just say, "Hey, I need you to write a paper, five hundred words, thousand words, whatever it is, about." this subject xxxx and in seconds a written paper comes back. Well
0: we did this actually to show my parents when they were in town how it works and we gave it an example I'm trying to remember do you remember what the example was it was some sort of historical thing like you know tell us about the tea party in the you know leading up to the American Revolution write a, a you know one page paper in fourth grade language you can even get that specific, and then we did another one in eighth grade language, and it pops out this paper. Now it wasn't perfect, but it was good enough, pretty amazing, yeah. And it was it was definitely eye opening if you've never seen this kind of thing. But what's I'm finding interesting is so when this first came out, Chat GPT, and you know the ease, easily accessibility of it, um, most schools banned it immediately. You know, absolutely not. Like get keep this out of our schools. But gradually, over the last year or two, more and more schools are saying, you know what? It's like banning TikTok. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's not going to work. Like, it's a reality. The genie's
2: out of the bottle.
0: Right. Kids are interested, and it is a part of our society. So there are now many schools while they may say it's banned for kids to use for papers or something there's they're incorporating it into the classroom as a a learning tool to say okay well wow. so how can we use this maybe we have it write a paper or do a problem and then we analyze that um you know b- how, maybe we have it write a poem how do how do we think that it did you know how can we write it better um because it is In our society now And I do think It's kind of smart Not to just ignore it And pretend it's not Like like it's there Because like you said Kids will still find it
2: We should find ways To utilize it for good And embrace it Not hide from it Because it's not going away
0: Yeah, and like Ron said I mean, there are going to be Amazing, incredible Positive uses for it Like in healthcare So, you know, our kids Are going to be the ones Who are going to find those ways to use AI in positive ways to move our society and beneficial.
3: But conversely, there are companies right now sprouting up to detect
2: an image if it's fraudulent. Right. And of which Ron's point was you can also create, especially for public figures, movie stars, athletes, politicians, you can make them say things that they never said right? and then people turn on them based on something that's not real. We used it live here in studio with Patrick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and there are um, also websites that try and detect whether something, a paper has been written by AI and schools have (laughs) those, but they're not perfect either. You know, it's very hard to detect. Here we go.
2: How about that goofy Trump lawyer?
0: Oh, right, Cohen, right?
2: Submitted legal briefs. From AI. Oh, I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. How about 35 years ago, the late Fred Hansberger, co- host on this show, told me about email. And he goes, this is going to be big. I'm like, who's going to use that? <laughs> this is the Big K Morning Show. Thanks for choosing us. Larry Richard, Marty Griffin, and Christine Griffin is in studio with us. Christine, I want to ask you about Kidsburg. Always, I mean, it was a big holiday week a lot of people took advantage of many of the things you told us about
0: just a couple
2: of weeks ago oh
0: there's so much to do over the holidays here it really was wonderful and actually having the warmer weather I think was kind of nice it was able you know a little easier to get out and about but you know I feel like now is the time people kind of Maybe you're a little burned out from doing a lot of events. So I wanted to suggest a couple other guides that we have that aren't just events and things to do. We have a really fun one of 24 indoor pools and indoor water parks around Pittsburgh. Well, I didn't
2: know there were that many.
0: I know. So some of these are community pools like Upper St. Clair has a really nice rec center. In fact, we did that little birthday party for Chloe there. They've got a little lazy river. They've got a... A jacuzzi it's really a, a wonderful place you can just go for the day if you want and then a lot of the ymcas have pools where you can get a day pass you know ten dollars for adults five dollars for kids um, a lot of them, you know, have different features depending on the one you go to. The one uh, up in Butler County in Cranberry is really amazing. They've got, a, you know, a slide, uh, sprayers, sauna, hot tub, steam room, and the whole works. Um, so that one's extra special. But a lot of them nearby, you know, have stuff. Even in New Brighton, the Sunrise Pool, which is part of the school district there, they cover their outdoor pool with a dome, and it's open in the winter. It's only 3 bucks for infants and toddlers Four for students, five for adults, just a fun way to spend the day. And then here's something you may not think of, but hotels, a lot of hotels you can pay for a day use and you can bring your whole family.
2: So you don't have to stay, right? but you can come and play at the pool.
0: Yeah. So it says uh, you can use use a room at the Wyndham Grand in downtown Pittsburgh for nine hours for $75 a day, 10 to four, and you can go and swim. I know. Isn't that fun?
2: That actually is a really good idea, especially when cabin fever hits here yeah, shortly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then also a lot of local school districts like Mount Lebanon, South Hills, they have aquatic programs, especially if you want your kids to learn to swim. So those are some th- fun things. There's a few others too, Cool Springs, um, the Oliver Bathhouse. And then we also have a whole guide to indoor water parks, which again, it's just a fun way if you're like feeling cold and you're tired of the, <laughs> the winter weather to just go inside and feel warm.
2: 14 family-friendly restaurants for tiny yenzers
0: yeah this one okay marty we've got to try some of these i've been talking about wanting to go visit these and they're Really fun, not just for little kids, but I think especially for older kids like ours, like more in the teenagers. Um, there are places like Pins Mechanical Company on the South Side. They've got those massive, like life-size games of Connect Four, Jenga, Light um, as well as free arcade games, duck pin bowling. And then there's some other ones that also have things like the duck pin bowling uh, Coupe de Ville in the Strip District. They've got arcade games, billiards. I love that yeah I haven't even been there yet. I think the kids would absolutely love that. And then there's another one, um the shorties pins and Pints. That's both on the north side really and cool. a homestead location. Really cool. Yeah, they've got Bocce ball, duck pin bowling, shuffle ball, all kind of fun things, um, karaoke rooms. So
3: the only thing I would say, and I apologize but because all this is wonderful, but let me say this, Larry. and I love the joint. I took my son and his boys to Dave and Buster's. Fabulous place, insane fun. Great food, amazing service. However, comma, it's expensive, man.
0: Yeah.
2: Have you been, Larry? Not
0: cheap.
3: No,
2: I am in been to David Buster's since we had our holiday party there a few years ago.
3: The, the only thing I would say
2: to parents before they go to one of these joints, and I'm not picking
3: on the joints, I love David Buster's, <clears throat> but what did I take? Well, there's six of us. Mm-hmm. It was over 300 bucks, oh. Larry.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm just so saying. I mean- Those are specific. I'm not trying to be a jerk. And those are kind of focused on the arcade kind of thing. So those you do pay separately. Some of these, it's included. So some of these are more restaurant-focused with, you know, the games on the side. So definitely look into it before you go as to how many, you know, people you want to bring and how much you are going to pay extra. But some of them, like, um, let's see, this one pins. It's $6 a game per person. So, yeah, that could definitely add up if you have a yeah, yeah, I'm
3: just saying the game has changed, Larry. In fact, at Dave & Buster's, there was a little family in front of us. He heard the price and they left. I am not picking on Dave & Buster's. Yeah. But, Larry, you've noticed this, and we really noticed this, honey. If you go out to dinner right now and you have five people, you're paying 100 bucks Easy.
0: It's- easy. It is. It is. And so that's another thing on this list. So not all of them are these like fun things to do yeah, in yeah. addition. Some of them also are restaurants that have a specific kids meal that's a little bit cheaper, like Caliente Pizza has a five ninety five meal that comes with a drink, fries, salad, oranges, a dough ball to play with, you know, stuff like that to make it a little bit easier for families.
2: Kidsburg.org. And I would imagine a lot of people... Would like to go to the pool because that kind of takes your mind. It's like a mini escape.
0: Yeah. And it if you feels could do good. that for a
2: family, you said 75 bucks at the one hotel for the day?
0: Yes. And a lot cheaper at like a YMCA or Clear yeah. Springs. But ben again, places. those
2: indoor water parks, and
3: there's a couple up towards the Erie that we know a lot are of. Be, more. Our Kalahari. kids have gone. It, it's loud as hell. <laughs> and there's a lot of urine in the water.
0: <laughs> oh, stop. Don't ask Marty about water parks or jacuzzis or anything.
3: I'm just telling you. All right. They're loud as hell.
2: And there's urine in the water.
0: <laughs> and chlorine to kill the
2: urine. Uh huh. <laughs> Download the free Odyssey app, A U D A C Y. It is your audio ticket to a lot of incredible listening. We have breaking news, weather updates, high school sports. You can take us with you on the road. Free app, A U D A C Y Odyssey. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin and Christine. In studio. Now what? So I wanted to mention something because I posted
3: this. There's a disturbing, and I think you would both classify it as that, the video out of Connellsville, right?
0: With the person who was being arrested and dove out the window?
3: He was in handcuffs for murder Saturday night, right? Right. right. And he's being led down these stairs. And I'm going to tell you why we posted it and why it's relevant. Um, He's being led down the stairs and as he gets to a
2: window, what was it, the third story, Larry? Yeah. He jumps head first. So he's handcuffed his hands behind his back and he head first dove through a window and died and fell to his death. Now, there's a couple things. First of all, I posted it, but I
3: posted four seconds. And I asked several people if, if what we posted was appropriate. And they agreed that it was. So why post it and why talk about it? So I'm asking a bunch of cops what could have been done what should they have done? What would they do? And every single cop says, and I'm not judging what happened there. I don't know the specific circumstance, but the state police are investigating. You're never ever supposed to allow someone handcuffed to walk alone, to walk on their own.
0: Well, that's what I was just thinking. Oh, you should have an arm Uh, late basically holding each of their arms I was kind of surprised there wasn't someone right in front of him kind of guarding him. But
3: Now, again, they were on a narrow staircase. Mm-hmm. And he was walking down the stairs. He was.
2: Ahead of
3: uh, the officer. And, and again, him. not picking on the cops here because of a thousand things that cross your mind as a cop.
0: Right. You're not thinking this guy could kill himself and jump out this window. And
3: one of my boys sent it to me Saturday night. And quite frankly, uh, it was so outlandish and horrific that I didn't believe it.
0: Yeah, he thought it was fake.
3: But it's not. Yeah. And the guy's dead, and he was wanted for murder. He was being brought to police headquarters, and he died instantly. Um, <sighs> hindsight is twenty twenty. I am not second-guessing their actions, but the state police are involved. Yeah. And I did post it so that we could have these discussions, so that maybe we can learn something from it. But we edited it every single part of the horrific fall of anything that happened to show this tragedy so the folks don't have to watch this on social media.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is very disturbing. Obviously, we've seen the whole thing because we're in the news business, and we had it on KDK TV yesterday as well, and it it is very sad, and it does make you think, like, okay, what can be done or what should be done differently to prevent that.
3: Then something else happened um, at one of the bowl games, and I thought this was extraordinary because I watched the Sugar Bowl broadcast. So ESPN had to come out and apologize. Live television, again, walking on Bourbon Street, Larry, and we've all been there. I've been on Bourbon Street drunk like this. And they're they're walking through the crowd live, and a woman completely exposes her breast. Oh, no. Look, it's live television. And this is the dynamic of live television, my man. Well, and there was you...
0: no delay, I take it. No, right? and they had to
2: apologize. You remember the Super Bowl in Houston, no, I apologize for not. Oh, no. Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh,
0: the wardrobe malfunction. I was there. Oh, wow. In
2: the stadium, and it was so quick. I wasn't sure I actually yeah. saw what I thought I saw. Yeah. And here's the irony. Mm. So, a woman's breast was so offensive that they fined CBS half a million oh, dollars. Wow. They fired MTV from, Seriously. from doing the wow. halftime shows. Whoa. All because... A flash of a breast. Now, my wife said she was at home with the young kids and had to explain to them when an ED commercial came on, and the disclaimer was about a a four-hour, and she said, what's more offensive to a little kid seeing a (laughs) flash of a breast or hearing- Or a penis. Or my youngest daughter saying, mom, what's a four-hour- Erection, Larry. It's okay to say it, Larry. I
3: can't. You can It's Okay. (laughs) Mr. Uh, light for Christmas. And my wife oh
0: told my her, gosh, an impossibility,
3: let's move on. <laughs> hey, hey, I was live in the strip district. I don't know if you remember uh, this, honey. I was live. A kid ran up behind me live, pulled his pants down, and mooned the whole audience. Live.
0: Oh, my gosh. I don't remember that. I yeah. do remember being live at a lot of, or one of the Super Bowl wins in the south side where there were so many drunk people. But we were on an eight-second delay. Because that was a very big probability with all these drunk people. But at one point, it got so scary because as soon as we'd turn our light on, all the people would start screaming. We won. So they were happy. But still, they would start crowding and and cheering. And, like, I felt like I was going to be crushed. So I had to do some of the reports from within the van because it was seriously not safe. But, yeah, I mean— it, it, that's interesting about what just happened in New Orleans because you do wonder, like, shouldn't they have kind of known that <sighs> with that many people in New Orleans and drinking that maybe they should have been on a delay? Right. and well, it
2: is a woman's breast that offensive? Okay.
0: Rules are rules.
2: Christine, good to see you. <laughs> and you your too. beautiful diamond Thank necklace you. that you yes, got as yes. a
3: Christmas gift. And your frosty lamp.